Hello, everyone, and welcome to podcast number four. Today, we will be talking about inferiority complex, and this is a huge issue for people who are building a business and something I want to give you some insights on that I think will really help you break through this so that it's not something that holds you back. So today is Monday, November 7th. We just had daylight savings time. How is it November already? <laughs> it happens so fast. Um, but I'm loving that we have light earlier in the morning now. I used to dread daylight savings in the fall because it gets darker earlier. But we'll see how I feel about it when it's 4.35 this afternoon and it starts getting dark. But as of now, I'm enjoying the earlier light. <laughs> So let's dive into inferiority complex. This is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. It's actually something I wrote <clears throat> an article about that got published in Mind Body Green at the very beginning of me starting my business. So back in, it was summer of 2015, um, I started my business in 2014. So within like that first year. And, um, it's funny because when that article got published, I was in on a road trip. So I was, once I started my business, my coaching business, I was super excited about having the freedom and flexibility to be able to work from anywhere. And I was like, I'm going to make the most out of this. So I decided to take a month long road trip around the United States um, and I was checking out a bunch of different areas that I was interested in potentially moving to or living in. So I had been in Wisconsin, which is where I had started my original business. That was more of like a brick and mortar chiropractic and functional medicine business. And then decided, you know, hey, I want more freedom and flexibility. I want to do more mindset work with people and then switch to the coaching. So after I did that, I was like, I'm taking advantage of this and, and I'm going to take a road trip and go and visit a bunch of friends that are scattered throughout the U.S. and be able to work from anywhere. So I did that and I took a month-long road trip and I went to start in Wisconsin. I went to Denver. I spent a week in Denver um, and then I drove to San Francisco, which I spent some time living in San Francisco right after I graduated from chiropractic school. Um, I was actually living just north of San Francisco in Mill Valley, which I think is an amazing place and still is near and dear to my heart. Um, so I spent a week there as well. And then I headed north and I went to Portland, Oregon, where I, I have never, I hadn't been there before at that time. Um, and I spent a week there, um, loved it. And then I headed further north to Seattle and I spent uh, about a week in Seattle as well. Um, and these were all, like I said, spots I was interested in potentially moving to. And I was checking them all out and, and visiting friends while I was there. And it was it was an amazing trip, like such a good way to really experience the freedom that I had been wanting in my life um, and being able to work while I was was on this trip. Um, great experience. So back to inferiority complex. When I was on this trip, 
<laughs> because I remember this quite well. Um, the article got published in mind body green about inferiority complex. And I had actually someone reach out to me from the Dr. Oz show and ask me, they wrote me an email and they asked me if I was interested in potentially being on the show. And we ended up setting up a, a time to, to chat with someone over the phone about this opportunity. And they were asking me like, have you been on TV before? Have you done? And, and I was like, oh my gosh, no, like this was, <laughs> this was so out of my forte. This was like before I had ever even done a video, um, on YouTube or anything like that. And so, so out of my comfort zone as far as visibility. Um, and it was funny because that actually brought up like a huge inferiority complex in myself of like, I'm not someone who's on TV. Like I'm not someone who could be on camera and, and do this. Um, so it was just a funny, a funny, I would say experience. I was talking to this person like in my car on the side of the road on this road trip. And, um, anyways, it did not end up coming to fruition, but it was very cool to have that opportunity and to have someone reach out to me and to, and to see like at this point, like, you know, putting yourself out there, you never know what's going to happen. Um, but also that, you know, it was interesting at this time that this really brought up, you know, the story, um, for me that I'm not the type of person who, you know, is on TV at this point, if I had that opportunity, I would say heck yes. And, um, you know, I think I, I could definitely do it even though I haven't been on TV. I've done lots of videos on YouTube. So I've definitely seen like the shift in that. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about like when I wrote this article, um, for me, the inferiority, inferiority complex, and let me first give you a definition of inferiority complex, um, because I think that is a good place to start. So inferiority complex is an intense feeling of personal inadequacy that stems from a belief that the person is deficient or has certain limitations as compared to others. Um, and that definition is from, I think it's Noretta Gonzalez Barros. She's an, an MD. Um, but I think that's a good definition. And so why I wrote about this is because this is something that I felt quite strongly growing up, especially as I became a teenager. Um, because, and I think for me, it really stemmed from being an introvert and being kind of shy. And um, when I was hanging out in big groups of people, I, I felt that. And I felt like I wasn't seen. I felt really uncomfortable, um, like just like socially in those circumstances. And I was fine with people in smaller groups or one-to-one -one people I knew well, like I had plenty of friends and, um, you know, that was all good, but you put me in this like big group of people and people maybe that I don't know really well. And it was just like, I was so uncomfortable <laughs> and I felt so awkward. Um, and so obviously as a teenager, like socially you want to be popular and you know, you want to be really the outgoing one and the person that everyone's like talking to and, you know, inviting to do things. And I just started feeling like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, I'm not being seen. I'm, you know, people aren't, I'm not being seen in the way I wanted to be seen or kind of getting that interaction. And so I think this, this kind of led to like this big inferiority syndrome or complex. And I started, you know, after this happened, I became a lot more focused on what I looked like. And I was like, I think I was starting trying to make up for 
being, you know, kind of an introvert and uncomfortable. And I was like, you know, maybe I can get more attention through how I look. And that really ended up, you know, a lot of focus on like body image and what I was eating and, um, you know, leading to a, a big struggle with food, um, and kind of my body image for, I would say like even a decade after that happened. Um, so that's kind of where this inferiority complex started for me. Um, but I do think it's a thing that many of us have, and I think it, it comes up for a lot of people in business, um, as you are starting or building a coaching business, like really feeling the sense of inferiority, um, in comparison to other people, especially because we live in a world where we're social media is huge, right? And we're able to see what everyone else is up to and what they're doing. And it's very easy to compare ourselves to other people um, and to end up in this inferiority. And I think that this is a huge sticking point for anyone, no matter where you are in your business. So I want to talk a bit about it. And I want to talk about some things that I have really learned through my journey that have helped me be able to see myself as on an even and on an even playing field with everyone else and that I'm just as capable of accomplishing anything that I want to accomplish that anyone else is. The only difference is it may look different as far as how I do it and how someone else does it. Okay. And so I want to talk about that because it's such a big piece and I want you to be able to feel free to go after those things that you really want. So I'm going to talk about four different things that I think really help if you're getting stuck like in this inferiority complex. Um, so the first one is getting clear on your desires. This is so important because if you don't really know what you want, um, it's it's very easy to get stuck in this trap of looking at what other people are doing and trying to figure out what you should be doing based off of what someone else is doing and what maybe makes that person perceived as successful or happy or you know whatever it is and this is like the number one spot to get stuck. So if you can get clear on what you want in your business and in your life, like what is your dream business and life look like? What are you doing each day? What does your day-to-day look like? How is your business set up? What kind of freedom do you have? What kind of flexibility? Um, how are you feeling in your business and in your life? What do your relationships look like? What does your health look like? Um, what does your financial health look like? How fulfilled do you feel? You know, all these things, like just really getting clear on what this looks like for you. Um, and this was one of the big, biggest shifts for me because uh, before this, I was looking I was taking action and doing things based off of what I thought I should be doing that would make me successful and fulfilled and happy, kind of in the eyes of other people, as opposed to in my own eyes. And that is all that matters, is that you are fulfilled and happy and successful in your own eyes. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. And when you are going after your own desires, this becomes 
very clear to you because you're doing what you want. You're creating what you want. And you can stop looking outside at other people and instead be really focused on your own journey and what you want to accomplish and what you want to create. And that is all that matters. I want you to think about like if you never looked at what anyone else was doing on social media and you had no idea, it wouldn't matter what any of those people were doing, right? Like it it wouldn't matter what anyone else is doing with their life. It only becomes a problem when we start comparing ourselves to someone else, whether that's a friend, a family member, people we don't even know, but we just see them on social media. And then we're looking at what they're doing and we're thinking, oh, maybe what I'm doing isn't good enough. I should be doing what they're doing, or I should want those things that that person has. But I want you to think about if you never, if you didn't even know what anyone else was doing and you could just focus on yourself and what you want to create in your life, how much freedom there is there and how much less mental drama there is because you, you're not thinking about what anyone else is doing. It doesn't matter. You're just doing what you want to do. Um, because that is ultimately what leads to you feeling happy and fulfilled and successful. Okay. So that's the first one. The second one is looking at, okay. So once you get clear on what you want, um, next, I want you to look at this kind of comes to that comparison piece. And a lot of times we're comparing ourselves or we're thinking like, I don't have what it takes to create what I want. Um, and I want you to get clear about and really become aware of those stories that you have or those beliefs that you have around not being able to create what you want in your life. And the other thing to look at is what habits do you have in your life that may be self-sabotaging you or keeping you from going after what you want, okay? Because now that you know what you want, now we want to look at, okay, to move towards those things I want, what, what habits, beliefs, and stories do I need to let go of because they're stopping me? And for me, like, I can look at the story around, like, I'm not someone who's on TV. I'm not someone who's visible. You know, that story that got really triggered around when the person reached out for me from Dr. Oz. Like, I had the story, like, I'm not someone who could be on video. I'm not someone, you know, that was a story I had. But I can let go of that story, and I can see that that's just a story. Why? Why? why can't I be someone who's on TV, right? Like, why not? Um, and so not that that's like a huge goal of mine now, but if it was, I could have, I could look at shifting that story to being, I am someone who's on TV. Of course I could be someone who's on TV. And I have the belief that I could show up and do a really good job. Um, and looking at what, once again, so letting go of the beliefs, habits, and stories that aren't serving you. And when you look at what it is that you want and your desires for your business and your life, which ones, which stories, beliefs, and habits can you adopt that are going to support you in getting there? And so that could look at, I'm someone who follows through. I'm someone who's persistent. Um, you know, I'm someone who's smart and can figure things out. You know, that's a really big one because a lot of times we get stuck in being afraid that I, I can't figure things out or I'm going to make mistakes. Um, look at what those beliefs are that are going to support you. 
Um, and a good place to start is once again, looking at the the fears and the stories that you have that aren't supportive and shifting them to what is going to support you and getting what you want. Because this is the other thing, allowing yourself to do it in your way, right? So if I have this desire to make, let's say, a million dollars in my business or a hundred thousand dollars in business, wherever you are and whatever it is you're wanting to, to create. If I tell myself that I need to do it in the way that someone else did it, that is not aligned for me or isn't aligned for me either because of my personality, because I'm more, you know, of an introvert and I need to do things in my own way, or they're doing things that I don't really believe in, or, you know, you need to be able to do things in your own way and allow yourself to, to do that as well and to show up as you and be authentic as you. So that's where you really want to shift this from thinking that you need to, um, you know, show up as someone else or become someone else. No, you can be you and that being you and doing things in your way is your best path to success. Um, and finding your unique path to doing it, okay? And so looking at what habits, stories, and beliefs are going to support you in in that, right? In being you and being your best self and and getting what you want from that place, okay? So the third thing I want to talk about is being present and why this is so important is because we all have thoughts. We all have these stories that are going to keep like popping up in our mind because a lot of them go back to things that happened to us when we were a child. Just like for me, you know, this experience of being a teenager and feeling uncomfortable in like social situations and not feeling seen, like I might have that story um, or I did have that story of like, people don't see you, people don't notice you. You have to change who you are. Um, you have to be more outgoing, whatever it is. Um, those thoughts would come into my brain, right? And they may still come into my brain, but much less than they used to. But what you want to do is stay really present so that you be can become aware of those thoughts when they pop up. And instead of becoming... I would say like one with those thoughts where you really believe that they're true and they believe that you're you and it's you saying those thoughts instead if you can step back from those thoughts and observe them, become the observer of those thoughts. You can think of it like a conveyor belt. I've, I've heard Wayne Dyer use that comparison and I think that's really good that your thoughts just keep going and going and they'll keep going right by you and you can be the observer and you can just watch them as they go on by, or you can decide which ones you want to interact with and actually pick up off the conveyor belt and choose those thoughts as your own. Um, so I've just recently been rereading um, Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. This is like a really good book about this, um, but he really talks about the energy of our are of our thoughts and becoming the observer and not getting caught up in the drama of them and instead just allowing them to go by. Um, and that this is really a powerful practice. And it really is because just recognize that everyone, I don't care, you know, how successful someone is, how long they've been 
doing whatever they've been doing in their business, like you're still going to have those limiting beliefs. You're still going to have fears. Those never go away. But we, how involved you get and how much you get caught up in that energy is what makes all the difference, right? And why that makes such a difference is because of number four, which is taking action. So when we're really believing those thoughts that go through our head that are not supportive of us going towards what we want, we're not going to take action, right? Because we believe they're true. I believe it's true that I can't create as much money that I, as I want in my business or that I can't do things the way I want to do them in my business and still be super successful, still make the amount of money that I want to make. Like those are just thoughts. Those are just beliefs. Um, and I can just let those go by and instead this is the thing, like you get to decide. I can instead decide that I can do whatever the heck I want to do in my business and I can do it in my way. And that that is going to lead me to my biggest success. And when I'm taking that thought and I'm believing that thought and I'm really holding that energy, that is going to give me the power to move forward and take action and go towards the things that I want in my business and in my life. So the taking action piece is really powerful. And that is when I saw that huge shift for me personally with this inferiority complex, because once again, I got clear on what I wanted and what I wanted my life to look like. And I started taking action towards that and actually living that. And once again, not getting so caught up in what everyone else was doing, like I was going after what I wanted. So a lot of times when we're feeling this inferiority complex, we're not taking action and we're getting really caught up in the excuses of why we can't go after what we want. Um, but once you start really taking action towards what you want, you get that momentum going and you're creating the business and the life you want. And so there's that, that kind of like release of like, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going after what I want. And then there's that alignment and that authenticity and you are doing what you want to be doing in your life and living in a way that is aligned and true for you. And you're being purposeful and you're feeling fulfilled. And that all only helps as far as you know, feeling really good about yourself and knowing that I don't need to be different than I am. I can just be me and have the business and the life that I want. Okay. So those were the four big things to really start thinking about and noticing, um, when it comes to, if you're experiencing any sort of inferiority complex and thinking, Hey, this isn't really possible for me, even though I see other people doing it. If other people are doing it, you can do it. Okay. <laughs> so I want you to start thinking about that. Um, go back through those steps, maybe do a little journaling on them. And if you want support in your business and in really creating an authentic and aligned business, one where, you know, I can do whatever the heck I want in my business and my life and create the outcomes I want. Um, I would love to help you with that. So what you can do is book a free consultation with me. I have two different programs where I work with my clients right now. The first one is for people, coaches who are just getting started in their business, coaches are, are wellness practitioners. The second one 
is for coaches who are further along in their journey and maybe looking to pivot or reach that next income goal or bring more alignment and authenticity into their business so that it feels really good to them. So if either of those are you, you can book a free consultation with me. I will put the link in the show notes for the podcast. And I want to thank you so much for joining me. I love this topic because I think once you become aware of this and really start shifting this, it is huge as far as you stepping into the belief that you can create whatever it is that you want in your life, which is a really good place to be in. And it feels oh, so much better. So I am excited for you to step into that. So thank you for joining me and I will see you in the next episode.